0: The Ryan and Russ Show is brought to you by Vision Homes. If you're looking to build a new home in North Central West Virginia, then visit AskVisionHomes.com. Vision Homes building you a house you are proud to call home. And don't forget to subscribe to the Ryan and Russ Show. But don't take our word for it. Take Coach Neelands.
1: Hi, this is Coach Don Nealand, and you're watching the Ryan and Rush Show. Please subscribe. <laughs>
0: And we welcome you back to the Ryan and Russ show your source for West Virginia sports and we are getting right into it. We are less than an hour away from tip off in Fort Myers in a matchup uh, third place match between the West Virginia Mountaineers and Virginia Cavaliers. So a little uh, Virginia matchup here. We've played three times in the last six six, seven years. The Mountaineers have taken two out of three and it'll be another good one here tonight down in Fort Myers. But joining me um rush is out one more one more uh episode and then he's back next week full time um uh, is uh nick haynes aka at president haynes aka big timber nick welcome back to the ryan and rush show and i know you're ready for some mountaineer hoops tonight
1: uh thanks for having me yeah it should be a good game tonight it's always good to beat virginia
0: absolutely so nick let's rewind though before we dive into virginia and the matchup and how the mountaineers uh match up with the Virginia Cavaliers headed into the game. Uh, the Mountaineers, unfortunately, the other night fell to the SMU Mustang 70-58, to uh, outscored 45-22 to in the second half. We touched on it in our pregame show, Nick, you and I, that we were a little concerned about the style of play, how SMU wanted to get up and down, and we, we thought maybe we, they would be able to wear us down kind of like our press Virginia teams would wear teams out over the years it's kind of what happened unfortunately unfortunately we were right um we we thought maybe we could hang on at the end but we weren't able to what were your takeaways from that game the other night other than obviously you're disappointed when you lose but there I thought there were some things that we could take from that game going forward
1: well certainly I think you know for one it was a tale of two halves first half we looked as good as we've looked all year in my opinion. we. Jumped out to an 11-point lead by halftime. Um, we were making shots look good. Um, our uh, offense um, looked um, as good as it had been all year. And our defense, I thought, uh, played really well as far as uh, making them kind of rush some things that they weren't um, wanting to do at the time. So, But unfortunately, we weren't able to keep it up. And I think a lot of that was um, probably due to depth and the fact that we don't really have any at the moment. But yeah, I thought um, overall, there is something uh, good to take away. in the fact that that first half was as good as we played all year.
0: I agree. I mean, we were up 11 points at half. I thought the zone was good. I thought we shared the ball offensively. Uh, I thought we managed their pressure, but as soon as they started making shots, I felt like it kind of got them going. They were able to set their press, set their defense, and then all of a sudden it wore us down. I thought Quin Zinski was really good in the first half, um, making shots early. Seth Wilson was really good, I thought, from a rebounding standpoint. But like you said, right now we're kind of in survival mode. Um, just with what it is. I mean, it is what it is, man. With the NCAA, um, with Kerr's decision, Raekwon's decision, we got some more clarity on that. Um, And and I don't really want to talk about Raekwon as much tonight just because we do play in less than an hour. But, I mean, the depth is a big-time concern. You look at the starters' minutes last night, everybody played 32-plus minutes with the exception of Ofri, where him and Seth split the minutes. Seth Wilson was the one playing 33 minutes. So it's really a... Six-man rotation. Uh, Nick, how do you think Josh tries to manage the depth tonight? Because this is a quick turn here. Um, We we just got done playing less than 48 hours ago. We are the early game. Virginia, by the way, fell to Wisconsin. So how do you think he manages the depth tonight? It it seems like it will be a slower game with how slow Virginia wants to play and how slow we want to play.
1: Right. So – I think, as far as managing the depth, a lot of that probably starts um, yesterday. As far as you know, make deciding um, okay, are we going to do a full practice versus a walkthrough? You know, how are we going to rest guys, and how are we going to kind of survive the off day and recover? I think, um, and you know, I know Josh has um, done a lot of those uh, things as far as you know, making some of those decisions, as he's mentioned before. So I have no doubt that all that uh, proper prep work was done on. For that part, but yeah, I mean, really, I think most of that work's probably done um, yesterday. As far as you know, how to manage everything, and then as far as today, it's more of a situation where okay, you know, they're playing a slower game; it's kind of more of our speed too at the moment. And then you just kind of do do the best you could do as far as that goes. I mean, I don't really, other than what they're already doing, I don't really think there's much they can do. It's just kind of a tough spot.
0: Yeah, and uh, to go behind closed doors here. So put my video coordinator hat on former video coordinator for Bob Huggins. Um, what the way that the scouts are deviated among the staff is I, I forget who had the SMU scout. They're working on SMU. Then you got two different coaches that were working on Virginia, or Wisconsin, depending on who won the games uh, based off of our SMU game. And then the Virginia, uh, Virginia-Wisconsin game that obviously Wisconsin was able to blow them out, 65-41. So whoever has the Virginia scout is, has been working on this for weeks. They're going to lean heavily on that. Like you said, can't really beat these guys down at all um, from a physicality standpoint. It's more mental at this point when you get in these tournaments where you have less than 48 hours, sometimes less than 24 hours. So it's more about, hey, here's your personnel. Here's going to be our game plan. And it's more about – this is what I think when your principles show up, Nick, is you're not going to be able to cram in a normal game plan on a 48-hour window. So this is more of a here's two to three keys to victory on how we're going to beat Virginia. But we need to do what we do well. And I think that's why we always were good in these preseason tournaments under hugs is – we just, it was simple. We were going to defend. We were hard to prepare for because of our unique defense and we out-rebounded teams. Um, would you agree with that over the years that that sometimes less is more on the short prep uh, turnaround?
1: Yeah, I would say that's a fair statement. Um, the thing to keep in mind is, you know, they didn't, as much as we're talking about how we don't have uh, time to prepare and you only have a 24 hour window, um, the, the same thing goes for them. So, I mean, it's just, the first half is probably gonna be more of a feeling out process for both teams. It's gonna look kind of sloppy, kinda of ugly, but then the second half I'm sure um both teams will probably get things uh firing in the way they want to. It's just kind of how these tournaments work, as as you know better than I do.
0: Yes. Hey, absolutely, Nick. So let let's uh let's let's go into the matchup tonight. We mentioned it. Virginia got absolutely drilled the other night. Uh sixty-five forty-one. Virginia had actually been scoring the basketball better. I know their schedule had been a little bit softer. But they I mean they had been scoring in the 70s to even touch an 80 every now and then and but last night uh, or sorry Monday night they got they got drilled by Wisconsin 65-41. kind of got uh, dressed up a little bit at the end. It was more of a 10 point game throughout but Wisconsin was able to grind them out, really make some shots, timely shots. What's your thoughts on this Virginia Cavalier team under Tony Bennett who's already been there 15, 15 years I mean he's he's been a staple of consistency at Virginia. And we've had some good battles with him over the years. Um, Just pulling up Tony Bennett's, how many ACC championships has Tony Bennett won now over the years? He has won the ACC. Here it is right here. He's won the ACC one, two, three, four, five, six different times, including last year when they won it. And unfortunately for them, they've always kind of outside of one year stumbled in March madness. So Tony Bennett has won the ACC six out of his 15 years there. Your thoughts on the program that we will be playing tonight. They uh, they're pretty consistent in what they do in their approach.
1: Um. So, yeah, they kind of remind me of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the fact, you know, they have been consistent for 15 years. They don't change much. You know what they're going to do. They're going to yeah. try to beat you um through um, defensively rather than on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so yeah and the fact that um, josh has been there for the uh matchups with virginia in the past you know he he knows as well as anybody what they're going to do and you know um what what it takes to beat them so yeah i mean overall i think um there's not going to be a lot of surprises i think you know we're the way we play is probably going to be more of a shock to them than what um they are to us so i think all that kind of works in west virginia's favor
0: and, and just to touch on the tempo, we rank 340. So there's only 363 teams. We rank 340 in tempo, pace of play. They rank 362. So you're getting two out of the top five or top 25 teams in terms of slowing it down from a style and, and tempo. And I assume that we will play more zone once again tonight uh, with Jesse Edwards. So... It, 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 it's going to be interesting how these two teams do match up in terms of Virginia has been successful against Syracuse over the years with Jim Beheim, So I'm their zone offense. will be ready. I'm sure Tony Bennett and that staff will have the zone zone ready to go. Um, just, just a little bit about um, these Virginia Cavaliers Reese uh, Reese Beekman. He, he's an all ACC guy. He's a senior um, been there multiple years. He's a solid piece. Uh, a couple other guys, Blake, uh, Buchan, Buchan, and sorry is a fr- talented freshman. Jake Groves, uh, transfer from Oklahoma, and I think West Virginia fans are going to recognize this name. Isaac McNeely uh, from Poca is uh is is a Wahoo, so obviously he's a sharpshooter. And, and those that follow West Virginia high school basketball will recognize his name when he's playing the Mountaineers tonight here in less than an hour. But Nick, your X factor for tonight's game: who needs to step up? from Monday's disappointing game into tonight's game against the Virginia Cavaliers.
1: So, um, as I mentioned before, um, you're going to need uh, Jesse plus. So Jesse, um, is going to have to produce probably 10 to 15 points at a minimum, um, to keep us in the game. But yeah, I'm looking for another, uh, productive outing out of Seth Wilson. Um, let's see if he can string a couple. Um, he looked better, um, against SMU and we'll see if he could uh, keep it going and really get going, um, to, um, as this season continues because he as like we mentioned before, he'd been slow kind of out of the gate, but yeah, we'll see if he could strengthen some together and really get it going this year. Cause we're, we're going to need him.
0: Yeah, he was, uh, he was two for eight last night. I thought he did a great job rebounding. Like I talked about rebounding down out of that zone. So he had seven rebounds in the first half, eight for the game. So I, I look for him to continue to do so. It's just, has got to be a monster. He's got to have 18 and nine, just like he did against SMU. I'm going to look, man. I gave it out the other night. I'm going to go back to it. Josiah Harris, I, I, I'd i like to see him make some shots tonight. Because Virginia, they run yeah. that pack line defense. They're, they want you to beat them over the top. They're going to double Jesse Edwards every single time. And Darius to beat them over the top from the perimeter. So Quinn, Ofri, uh, Josiah, Seth, Kobe, they got to be able to make shots tonight. And I think Josiah's been due. So 7-27 the other night from three, that's not good enough. That We need – that thing needs to be 10 or 11 threes. I think tonight to give them a shot um, uh, to, to give the Mountaineers a realistic shot to to knock off the Cavaliers. So Nick, your biggest concern with the matchup with the Virginia Cavaliers.
1: Um, You could probably say this for any game um, we're going to play at least for the, for the near future, but uh, it's depth, you know, what, how can we um, manage our fatigue and keep our uh, legs as fresh as possible? Because um depth is something we don't really have at our disposal right now. And you know, uh, going into any game, at least for the foreseeable future, that's going to be, um, in my opinion, the biggest concern.
0: Yeah, depth, depth is always going to be a concern. I don't think it's going to show up tonight as much uh, just because of Virginia's slow pace of play. Josh, I thought, did a good job mixing and matching with his timeouts to help save some legs. And that was the reason why he couldn't really take a timeout with 10 minutes less when when SMU was on the run, was he had already used his timeouts to try and save those guys' legs in the first half to build the lead. So I, I don't. it's not going to be chaotic. You're not going to see Virginia press out of nowhere. So um, my biggest concern is Virginia's disciplined defensive style of basketball is sometimes we're a little loose with the basketball, especially at the guard position. I think I, I worry about us – not being able to score at all against them, uh, they're 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 going to claw. We think that they've clawed the the paint's been clogged up against Jesse so far. Wait till you see tonight when Jesse Edwards gets double teamed from the top every single time. Virginia's as good as anybody in the country at doubling the post. So Jesse Edwards taking care of the basketball out of those double teams is a big time concern for me tonight because um, they're as good as anybody in the country. Nick, if the Mountaineers are going to win and and get a top 25 win cuz the Virginia Cavaliers are tw- ranked 24th in the country what uh what would be the reason why the Mountaineers could knock off the Virginia Cavaliers um for an upset here
1: i would say shooting i think whenever i think in order to pull this off we're going to we're going to have to have a real good night shooting the ball especially from from um, beyond the 3 point line um i think really that's going to be um what could tip the scales in west virginia's favor um if it's going to happen
0: yeah, make it, making shots always helps, especially against the Virginia Cavaliers. Um, For my three keys to victory, I'll go right into it. My first one is is handle the double teams. I thought Jesse did a decent job early the other night, but late I thought he got fatigued. Can't have five turnovers, man, especially at the five position. Josh is going to play through you. You're, you've got to be able to make decisions in that point forward uh, role. you got to be able to distribute the ball to the guards. Guard's got to be able to make the extra pass, make shots. So handle Virginia's double teams. It'll come from the top. It's usually big to big. They In a perfect world, they want to double big to big. So keep an eye out for that tonight, everybody watching the game. They're going to double Jesse Edwards every single time. And it's not a slow double. It's not a Jesse Edwards takes one bounce and they're doubling. They're going to double as soon as he catches it to get it out of his hands. My other key to victory... The glass man and, and Virginia is a solid rebounding team. I think if we're going to struggle to make shots, we got to continue to find ways to get on the offensive glass. We had thirteen the other night; that's solid. I'd like us to st- stay around that, stay around that number, get around fifteen offensive rebounds, give us some second chance points because we're not making shots right now. We're fatigued, but if we can get some extra ones on the offensive glass, I think that could really be beneficial to us. And my final keys to victory is. Defensive discipline, and I, I think we are going to play more zone. But if we do play man for a little bit tonight, Virginia runs that motion offense. Guys are constantly moving. They're they they're, they basically lull you to sleep, and that's why they're what three hundred sixty second in adjusted tempo because they want to lull you to sleep, wait for you to make a mistake, and then that's when they capitalize. So stay disciplined, and if we play zone, stay disciplined there. No, identify who the shooters are. Identify where Beekman is. Identify where McNeely is. And stay stay disciplined and be able to rebound out of that zone. Don't give Virginia a couple extra chances. So those are my three keys to victory for the Mountaineers against UVA tonight. Nick, uh, any final thoughts before we get up on out of here and enjoy our Thanksgiving? And, of course, a uh, hopefully a West Virginia Mountaineer uh, big win here tonight in Fort Myers.
1: So, yeah, just looking at the schedule, Um we have an opportunity to beat Virginia, Pitt, and Ohio State. So, um, anytime um, you could pick off um, three border schools in a year, in my opinion, you could you could lose all the Big Twelve games, and if you win all three of those, and it's still a good year. So, um, let's get one tonight.
0: Yeah, we we got to find a uh, get this one tonight. We we need to get the bad taste out of our mouth. We need we need to get to three and two. I know, unfortunately, the Raquan battle situation um, doesn't seem to. Getting resolved, and I as of right now we're not going to have him, so there's no reason to really address that in depth. We've already voiced our opinions on the NCAA, uh, how it's selective, where based off of where you're at is kind of how these rulings go. Unfortunately, it is what it is. But we get Kirk Creason back here in a couple weeks. Hopefully, we get a Cook a Cook back. But in the meantime, we got these eight guys, so we got to ride with them. We got to find a way to get a big win here tonight. And I, I, these guys got to stick together. So like Nick said, we got some plenty of opportunities still left in the non-conference after tonight. We play Bellarmine on Sunday. Uh, got St. John's coming up. We got pick coming up. We got Ohio state coming up. So plenty of opportunities, especially at the Coliseum. So, and, just want to and obviously we play football on Saturday. This will be the final episode of the Ryan and Russ show this week cuz we're going to we're going to take the holidays off to, with you guys. So, we'll be back on Monday to recap Fort Myers um, as well as um, what we'll be recapping Bellarmine too because we play them on Sunday, but also we'll recap the Baylor football game and look ahead to where the Mountaineers are going bowling because they already got 7 wins, hopefully 8 on Saturday, but just want to wish everybody seriously a happy uh, Thanksgiving. It's been it's been fun so far this year. It's a uh, it's it's a it's a really neat holiday, and we're we love what we're building here over at the Ryan and Russ Show. And we couldn't have done it without you guys in our first full year. And can't wait to keep bringing you guys the necessary content for these Mountaineers. So wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, and let's go Mountaineers! And we'll see you guys Monday. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Let's go Mountaineers.